We'll begin this evening in the book of Genesis, chapter 32. We'll read verses 23 and 24. Genesis 32, verse 23. And he took them and sent them over the brook and sent over that he had. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. These two verses are just a part of several chapters here in Genesis uh, concerning the account of uh, Isaac and his two sons, uh, Esau and Jacob. About 20 years before this, Jacob deceived uh, his father and and stole the family birthright from his uh, older brother Esau. That's a whole different story. We won't go into that this evening. But at that time, uh, Esau threatened to uh, kill uh, Jacob. So uh, he had to flee for his life. And he left his mom and his dad and his brother and had to flee into another country. And we'll fast forward 20 years. 20 years later, uh, Jacob... Uh, The Lord had blessed him. He had family. He had cattle. He had possessions. And uh, it was time for him to return to his homeland. And so as he was on his way returning with all his worldly possessions, he uh, heard that uh, his brother Esau was coming to meet him with 400 men. Have you ever heard the phrase, get your act together, or you need to get down to business? That would mean to, uh, just a few thoughts, uh, get focused, get serious, zero in on your project or need before you, or forget all about everything around you and get down to business. It was time for Jacob to get down to spiritual business. He needed help from the Lord. Uh, He needed to get a prayer through. He needed to know for sure that the Lord was with him. To get an answer to your prayer or to receive an experience, you need to get down to spiritual business. I'm sure every one of us here tonight have experienced that from time to time. We get down to spiritual business. We need to be willing uh, to do what the Lord asks us to do. The Lord draws consecrations from us. We need to be willing to give those to him. We need to be willing to yield our life to the Lord in his service. We need to get to that place where we just pray it through. And I guess that's the thought I had tonight about just Jacob needed to pray it through. To get an answer from the Lord, we need to pray it through. There, There may be times, and I'm sure there are times, where we pray about something or we pray around something. I've been there. 
I've done that. I've prayed about something and, and just went on, didn't get real serious about it. There's been times where I've prayed around something, prayed around something when the Lord was trying to draw consecrations out of my life. And at that point, I wasn't willing to just give everything to the Lord. So I'd pray around it. But it was always there. I get down to pray, and there it was. And I try to pray around it, and it, it was just there. And it was there until I prayed it through. But to get an answer from the Lord, to receive an experience from the Lord, we need to pray it through. We need to surrender our lives uh, fully and completely to the Lord. I knew a man, a friend of mine, several years ago. He wanted to move from uh, the town he was living in to another town. And he talked to a minister about it. And, and the minister knew him. And so the minister told him, he says, you need to get three definite answers from the Lord to make sure it's the Lord's will that you move. He didn't tell him, just pray about it and get an answer from the Lord. He says, you need three definite answers from the Lord. Well, you know, the, the minister knew that young man. And just a short time later, that, that man came back to the minister and says, uh, I got three answers. I'm going to move. Well, the end of the story is that uh, it didn't go very well. Uh, it, it didn't turn out the way he thought it would turn out. And, and he finally admitted, well, that's what he wanted to do. So he prayed about it, but he didn't give it to the Lord. And it wasn't the Lord's will for him to move. And he found out a hard lesson. Also know a young lady that wanted to move uh, to another town to uh, pursue a, a relationship with a young man. And, and she was advised to pray it through, to make sure it was the Lord's will. She, she was told that uh, even, even when it's the Lord's will for us to do, do one thing or another, that there's still... Uh, challenges that come along the way. There's still trials and tests that come along the way. And, and, and she was told that uh, she, she needed to pray it through so she could look back and point back to a time where she prayed it through. That, that she knew without a doubt uh, the Lord was in it and, and, and let her know that it was His will uh, for her to move. Well, sometimes we need that in our lives. We, we need to look back. We, we do that when we talk about receiving experiences from the Lord. We, we look back to a time when we were saved, when we received our sanctification or received the baptism or, or healing like we heard tonight. Uh, those, are, those are times that we look back to, that we remember. We, we can say when it happened, where, where we were at, the prayer that we prayed. Well, the end of the story of that young lady is that she's still happily married today. But she prayed it through and got it settled with the Lord before she uh, ever made that move. It is more uh, than just praying about uh, what we want to do. We need to get self out of the way. It's easy 
to uh, think it's the Lord's will when it's something we won't do. But the Lord will let us know if it's his will or not. And, and, and when the Lord does that, then we know it. We prayed through on it. And, and it's settled in our hearts. You know, praying about something will not bring the answer. It will not bring the answer that, that, that we really need from the Lord. Praying around something will just keep coming around. I just told you a time that I wasn't willing to give the Lord something he asked for. And I went around and around and around. I get down to pray, and there it was. I get up and leave. Next time I got down to pray, there it was. Well, well I can tell you, I know when I prayed it through. I, I know when it was settled in my heart. The Lord let me know. And when I got to that point and consecrated my life and yielded everything uh, to the Lord, I knew that. And it's been a good way ever since. Praying through brings victory in our lives. Praying through uh, gives us our answers to our prayers. Uh, experiences are received uh, when we pray through. Uh, it, it takes something to receive from the Lord. We, we, as we yield our lives and surrender our lives, uh, the Lord has to work on us and, and uh, chip off the rough edges and, and smooth us over so we're, we're pliable in the Lord's hands. But when we get to that place, how wonderful it is. How wonderful it is when we look and know the Lord uh, has taken control of our lives. Sometimes in testimonies we hear of ones that tell, it was right here, it was right there. So I, they don't always use the word pray, prayed it through, but we know what they're saying. When they say the Lord answered prayer, the Lord gave me that experience I've been seeking for. Well, what happened? They prayed it through, and they look back to that time. And, and Brother Crabtree's testimony, uh, I know there's a lot of young people here tonight that did not know Brother Crabtree, but I just thought about uh, his testimony. And it was an old tr uh, tree stump out in the woods where he prayed through. He said that was his altar. That's what he looked back to that day that, that he surrendered his life to the Lord. Years before that, he told the Lord, if you just save our family, keep our family together. When I turn 21, I'll give you my life. I wonder how many times over the years, as years came and went, that the Lord didn't talk to Brother Crabtree. He says, you don't have to wait until you're 21. You need to surrender your life now. We don't know. But no doubt there were times after time, uh, he did not live a good life. He lived a sinful life up to that point. But when he turned 21, he, he remembered that vow that he had made to God. And he went out and just found a, a tree stump where he knelt down, where he prayed through to salvation. And the Lord made a change in his life. Jacob had put his family and everything he had over the brook that, that night. 
It says he was left alone. You know, he needed to get an experience from the Lord. He, he needed help from the Lord. Uh, he, at that point, he was up, he was up against it. He, he was heading towards his brother. His brother was heading towards him. He heard that his brother had 400 men with him. Uh, I'm sure he looked back to that day where he deceived his father. His father questioned him. Are, are you sure? Oh, yes, yes, I, I, I'm Esau. Look back to that time. Remember what his brother threatened to kill him? And now he was heading towards his brother. He was, his brother was heading towards him. He needed to get a prayer through. He, he needed to get it settled in his heart. He, he needed the insurance from the Lord that the Lord was going to be with him. The, the Lord had blessed him. The Lord had uh, been with him. But now he was going to face his brother. Well, he prayed it through. He received that blessing that he needed. He received that answer. The Lord changed his name uh, to Israel that night. Uh, things were different after that. He prayed through that night to a real experience. And he knew the Lord was with him. He sent uh, cattle and possessions ahead of him. Uh, to give to his brother. But when he came to meet, meet his brother face to face, his brother says, what, what is all this that you sent ahead? And he says, it's for you. His brother says, I don't want it. I have enough. And they, they embraced each other. That was the Lord. That was the Lord because he prayed it through. He, he had it settled in his heart. And the Lord went before him and, and took care of that situation. Over in the book of Matthew, the seventh chapter, uh, there's a portion of the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus gave. And Jesus said it like this, uh, along the same line. Ask and shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and shall be opened unto you. So what, what Jesus is saying, you have a need you have a request? You need an experience? It says ask. And it shall be given you. What a promise. What a promise that if you just ask in faith believing, you'll get your answer. You'll receive that experience. Seek and you'll find. Knock and, and it will be opened unto you. Then I like the next verse also. It goes right along. Jesus just really says it again, but it's, it's, it's an encouragement to us. He says, for everyone that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth, and to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. If you've been praying about something, and you haven't got an answer yet, just pray it through. Tonight would be a good time to do that. Just, just just, look at the example of Jacob, what he did there. He was left alone. He forgot about everything else. It was just between him and the Lord. But the answer came. And Jesus, here in the Sermon on the Mount, he says, Ask, seek, knock, and it will be yours. So what do you need tonight from the Lord? Have you been seeking and experienced from the Lord? 
Have you been uh, seeking a, a physical healing? You've been looking for an answer to one of your prayers? You know, you can just have a settled tonight. You can just pray it through tonight and just settle it and know the Lord will give you that experience tonight. He'll promise it to you tonight that you will get it. The Lord is here to heal the sick and afflicted tonight or whatever it is. The Lord is here. So we're going to take a time to pray tonight. Let's stand and sing a song, number three, or 636, and we invite you to come and pray.